Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Locker Room Talk. A very somber edition. It is, man. Because it's Martin Luther King Day weekend. It is. Happy MLK Day. Yes. Uh, this is the first episode we're recording this week with video. It is. <laughs> this will be the free episode. We recorded an episode that was a little spicy. Yeah. And it's going to be our Patreon episode this week. Well, first in it was, part because yeah. it's spicy, yeah. and in part because Joe forgot to hit record on the video. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, this is too spicy. You know what? Some things work better as an audio-only medium. Yes. And I think a Patreon episode is is one of those things. Yes, an episode where we name multiple f- comedians. Multiple comedians. <laughs> we talk about Matt's newest relationship. <laughs> we talk about some of Bobby's older relationships. Yes. And if you're like, damn, I want to hear that but not see it, give us a little <laughs> fucking money. Yeah. All right? Give us some money, dude. Yeah. Well, now it's the free episode, and we can talk about Martin Luther King Jr. in the way that we want uh, more people to see. Yeah, a, a little more socially acceptable way that maybe won't demonetize us right out of the exactly. gate. Exactly, yeah. We all believe he's a hero. Yeah. 5'7". Yeah. He was 5'7". The original short king. Yeah. A short Martin Luther King. You said it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and he also had sex with prostitutes, which is very cool, too. Yeah. yeah. He... Wow, I have two things in common. Yeah. Oh, wow, Luther yeah. King. Yeah, yeah he, that's know... it, though. There was like a thing for a while where it was like, hey, everyone likes Martin Luther King, but did you know he cheats on his wife? Mm-hmm. And it was like, hell yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, sometimes you want to go to the mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's, yeah. what's the problem with that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh understand. my God. He's been to the mountaintop. That is a, a dog whistle for big titties, which Shakira told us about later. Yeah. You might confuse him with mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I've been to the mountaintop. Ain't no confusing, baby. Ooh, that's a direct MLK quote. I asked Martin Luther King where or when he would want to cheat on his wife, and he said whenever, wherever. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. You know what I learned recently is that Jesse Jackson fucking lied about cradling the dying Martin Luther King in his arms. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was like there when it happened because he was in the uh, balcony of of the hotel suite, and a bunch of them were in the hotel room. But, I mean... It would have been enough to be like, oh, I was in that hotel. But no, he fucking did this pre-internet the Steve, lie. The Steve Renazisi. Exactly, dude. Yeah. yeah. Or the George Santos. Yeah. Yeah. Did, we talked about George Santos in the podcast, right? I, I, I don't think so. No, I think you and I talked about it with Ben off mic. Oh, yes. So mm-hmm. apparently they've redistricted New York since uh, I moved out. I'm pretty sure he is the congressman for like where my family lives still Uh-oh. in Bayside and Queens. Are you sad that you don't get to vote for him now? Um, yeah, of course. Well, the thing is, it's like some of that little area of Queens, and then like Long I- the part of Long Island that's like all the rich people, mm-hmm. and like my neighborhood is more middle class. So they're like George Santos represents the something highest richest district, and I'm like, okay, so it can't be mine. But then I looked at the map, and it's like, oh, it's like all this rich area, then this little area of Queens where my family yeah, lives. Let's give us a little this district a little bit of character. Yeah, got all the Jews and the Chinese. Yeah, do you know about this George Santos guy? No, who is he? Oh, what Joe, he? I think he's going to be your favorite congressperson. I think he is Joe if Joe was a congressman. <laughs> nice. Um, I think literally every potential piece of biographical information you could give about yourself, he has done, and it has been found to be not true. Oh, sick, dude. (laughs) I think, like, on his Wikipedia page, you can look it up, there is a um, section that says uh, false biographical information with, like, ten different parts inside (laughs) of it. It honestly (laughs) rules. Uh, And, like, some of it is like, oh, I could see how this would be advantageous for your political career, but some of it is just like, why did you say that? 
I think yeah. he's a compulsive False liar, biographical dude. statement scandal. Other false claims about family, religion, and education. Um, yeah, well, first, he said that he had family in the Holocaust. Okay. Um, he also said he had family in 9-11. And um, what was the other? There were like three big ones. Are we sure he wasn't just doing a comedy podcast? Maybe. Where he did several bits? Yes, that is possible. Said uh, he, he went 9-11, he went Holocaust, and also said he was part black. The triumvirate. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ultimate cool. in victimhood. Yes. Um, he said that uh, he had family in um, the Holocaust. His mom's side of the family were Ukrainian Jews. Um, and, he even uh, had to put Ukrainian in there. Right. Not yeah. just Jews, Ukrainian Jews. Yes. Um I never claimed to be Jewish. I am once he was found out. He uh, said I never claimed to be Jewish. I am Catholic, but I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jewish. <laughs> he legitimately used that as the excuse. It's very very funny. Um, then um, and they also found he had no like Ukrainian blood. Like mm-hmm. every time it's uh. All these things. He uh, claimed he was biracial and that he was uh, born to an African-American father who had Angolan roots, but there is no evidence of that. Like, every paragraph starts with what he says and ends with, and research was done and found there is no evidence awesome. of that. It's uh, so funny, because what is he, like 40? Yeah. Like, no, so he, no, he's uh, in his 30s. He was born in 88. Oh, wow. He's like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's like our age, man. Like, we know enough to be like, if you say something that's not true, people will figure it yeah. out. Yeah. In July 2021, Santos wrote on Twitter that 9-11 claimed my mother's life. In a later interview, he said his mother was caught up in the ash cloud, but never applied for relief because the family couldn't afford the medical bills. Wow. Five. Wait, he also hold claimed, on. That yeah. doesn't even make a little bit of sense. We didn't apply to relief. We didn't apply for relief because we were so poor. What is that even? Yeah, you that, apply that, for relief because you're poor. Yeah. It's, <laughs> he's like, we didn't do this thing. And also, remember, I'm still a victim. Oh, no. Could afford the medical bills. Oh, could. Oh, okay. Right. Didn't uh, didn't apply uh, for relief because they could afford the medical oh, bills. Oh, so he's doing two things at once. He's like, listen, I didn't accept the relief. Yeah. And also, I have a lot of money. Yes. Good on him, dude. Wrote on Twitter five years that his mother had died five years earlier in December 2022. Claimed that both of his parents survived being, quote, down there at the World Trade Center. It's oh. like five different stories here. Down there. Okay, he's getting closer and closer to the truth each time. Like, yeah. he was like, they were down. They were That's down a, yeah. there. They yeah. were in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. During yeah. 9-11. This with a Patreon, we might name a comedian who we know who talks like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the priest recalled a uh, there was a, a priest at the family's Catholic church reported Santos told him the family could not afford a funeral when his mother died. Damn. Uh, a, there was a collection that raised a significant amount of money, which he gave to him, and a friend had also set up a GoFundMe. Thank God. Um. I think there was something about the fact that his family was able to afford it also. Uh, I don't know for sure, but something uh, happened between uh, them having too much money to accept relief and his mom dying. Yes. Claimed he went to, uh, he falsely claimed to hold a master's of business administration from NYU. Um, He uh, had a charity that was a scam. He said he had worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, but neither company has any record of him. Um, Maybe he was working off the books, dude. He discussed the Pulse nightclub shooting uh, in Orlando that year. He is gay, by the way. Uh-huh. Gross. Yeah, I think he's well, telling the truth about that. How do we know he's not that. lying yeah. about that, too? 
Yeah. He's oh, trying what to... if there's a scandal where they catch him fucking women? Ooh, yeah, maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe he's just saying gay to get a Netflix special. Uh, or to get elected into Congress. Maybe yeah. him and his partner are actually, it's like a yeah. Bill and Hillary type situation. Like, they mm. sleep in it's separate like beds. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, this will be politically advantageous for both of you. More but on the side, yeah. Yeah. he's you find him in a truck stop with with a uh, with with a uh, lot lizards yeah he uh i happened to after the pulse nightclub shooting he said i happened to at the time have people that worked for me in the club my company at the time we lost four employees who were at pulse none of the 49 victims killed in the attack appears to have any connection to any of the companies named in his biography Hell in yeah. a december interview he changed his story saying we did lose four people that were going to be coming to work for the company that i was starting up in orlando hell yeah dude <laughs> I've decided that yeah. for people that died, I would have hired. That's yeah. awesome. It's very cool. There's a whole thing about conflicting residential claims. He uh-huh. had stuff where he lied to his landlord or uh, there was damages. Well, that's, that's like awesome. someone saying um, they're a New York City comedian when they live in New Jersey. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Who would do something like that? I mean, maybe maybe they're just, you know, they're, they're riffing all the time. They're having a nice time. And because of that, they're just a New York City comedian doing, doing what, what New, New York, York City, City comedians do. do. Uh, we also have unverified claims. He said he had been diagnosed with a brain tumor and oh, received no. radiation treatment. As of December 3rd, 2022, neither he nor his campaign have clarified the claims. That's um, awesome. Also, legal charges, Brazilian check fraud charges, evictions, unpaid judgments, campaign finance issues. I mean... I don't think that I can't come up with a scandal a politician could have that he doesn't have. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, just the a goofball. The only the only he's thing he doesn't <laughs> instead of R or D it should say G next to his name because yeah. <laughs> he's a goofball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the representative of the goofballs will now have the. Uh, floor and he yes. walks up and he has a fucking pinwheel hat on <laughs> and a giant lollipop yeah and he goes uh gee mister i just like to goof around yeah that'd be beautiful yeah that's a guy who's actually in congress now oh, the wow. only scandal that he can have is the secretly gay scandal right. because he's outwardly gay he's yeah and that's not really a scandal anymore to everyone except for joe yeah yeah <laughs> it's just a vile thing yes not, <laughs> not so much a scandal right yep yeah that's wild, man. But I mean, it makes sense. Gay people. Yeah, know. that's how they are. They spend like most of their life lying to people. If you do think uh, about it, he is. All of this is just him being very, very dramatic. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. Like he just want. Do you think it's um, like is he maneuvering politically? Like these are the where these lies are coming from, or does he just kind of get excited when he talks slash needs he like approval i think he might be a very michael scott type guy where he just kind of you know that whole thing of like sometimes i'm talking and i don't even know how the sentence is gonna end i just hope i find it along the way like he's just talking to someone and he feels like insecure for a second and like the holocaust comes up and he's like my parent my grandparents are in the holocaust yeah and and then they get like the other person gives them this look of sympathy and he's like oh that feels good All it's right, almost like that. it's the extreme version of when uh, a bunch of people are talking about a movie and like have you seen it and you just say yes even though you haven't just so you could be in the conversation mm-hmm. so you just bring up 9-11 and he's just like yeah my parents were there yeah <laughs> except in this metaphor he goes I actually was part of creating that movie right yeah <laughs> just can't just can't stop himself I feel like he might be a guy 
And I think maybe all or most pathological liars are like this, where they they're so afraid of like being boring. Yeah. yeah. But they're like, I just gotta say so. I gotta say something. Yeah. You know, and it can't silence. Yeah. 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 I bet he's very uncomfortable with silence. Yeah. yeah. Joe, why do you think someone would be a compulsive liar? Maybe they're surrounded by a bunch of fucking faggots. <laughs> And so they're like, any fucking falsehood is better than this reality. <laughs> well, we know that he's, uh, Mr. Santos is around at least yeah. one. Yeah. So. Yeah. At all times. At all times. <laughs> yeah. Oof, that sounds stressful. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, sign me out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe, would you ever run for office? Only if I could get close to that guy to shoot him. <laughs> Right, we want to fucking kill gay people on this podcast, right? right? Yes, oh, yeah, dude. This, this isn't the, this isn't the Patreon. Uh oh, we don't speak too much truth on the free episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we sprinkle in the truth. I think right. we're more than ten minutes in, so we don't have to worry about getting demonetized. For right? Yeah. Where does that come? Do they? Do the robots only watch I the think first it's like some algorithm or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, I don't even think that's true. I think it's just something that started being posted on all the YouTube videos. Mm. So now everyone believes it. But it's like when they said. Happy Birthday was a copywritten song, so everyone stopped singing Happy Birthday, even though that was never true. You know? That's beautiful. Who would own Happy Birthday? A Jew. Yeah. Well, to be fair, a Jew probably wrote it, though. Yeah. Well, can you just sing the alphabet or Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars, a little workaround? Ooh. <laughs> twinkle Twinkle Little Stars was a parody of fucking yeah. Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday isn't, isn't to the tune. Of, oh, you, it isn't. Twinkle no. Twinkle Little Stars on ABC. Are. Oh, but yeah. Happy <laughs> Birthday isn't. Oh, whatever. Happy Birthday to <laughs> you. Happy Birthday to <laughs> So we all know. You. So we can sing it that like, way. The way to make the Happy Birthday song more annoying. Yeah. Just adding more syllables and fucking verses to it. Yeah. Happy Birthday, Matt Merritt. <laughs> Oh, man, the happy birthday and the ABCs. So you get them mixed up. Yeah. And Matt's like, hey, do you know the ABCs? And Matt's like, happy birthday. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Cha, cha, cha. H, I, J, K, L, a man, a P, cha, cha, cha. Everybody else is like standing around the cake, but Matt's like three doors out of the room because he's yeah. he kept uh, cha-chaing to the left. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Damn, dude! I we're singing podcasts. We, we are. break Musical. out into song. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm. This is how you remind me of what I really am. No one. All right. <laughs> Thought we were gonna you have really, a nice time. You really love like fucking butt rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like anything that sounds like a uh, a band that a guy in a tap out t shirt would listen yeah. to. Matt's yeah, like, like that put stuff. that shit on. Any yeah. anything that would have been fucking big in an action movie in the early two thousand. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> if it fucking showed up on a soundtrack, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. Absolutely. Back when yeah. Matt would have been like an extra in a music video mm-hmm. if they still made music videos yeah. today. Hell yeah, Matt. Matt Matt's like, uh, would someone that listens to this also have a chain wallet? Yeah. Then I want to. Then I want to lo- watch it. You know? Yeah. Or those weird goth pants. What's up with that? The what? flared goth pants with like, like the suspenders and shit. I I don't know if the suspenders, but they're like big, bulky red. Um, 
black pants with like chains all around yeah. them. And yeah. sometimes you'll see like a big titted goth girl and you're like, fuck yes. But then she's wearing those and you're like, eh, I think I she might cares. be a bit corny. No, I never had. The, I do remember I had. To be clear, I would yeah. fuck this hypothetical woman. In the midst of that, I did have, you know what I thought were really cool? What? Those like, they're not quite khakis. They're not quite gym shorts. And they have the zipper at the knee. Ooh. And you could turn them from pants into shorts. Oh, I thought those were cool. Yeah. yeah. That's actually um, like very, very helpful. Yeah. Because then you don't quite have to be like, oh, I, you know, is it when it's a fall day or a mm-hmm. spring day? Right. You know, a lot, but a lot of useful clothing like that is also for nerds. Preach. For example, the uh, shoes that turn into skates. Oh, yeah. If you're in a hurry, look, I don't have to run. I could skate my way there, yeah. but you're a dork. What about shoes that light up? I always thought those were pretty cool. Those Dude, cool. That, <laughs> in middle school, that those that was my bread and butter. Yeah, I'm like, I'm definitely gonna kiss a woman now. A woman, a girl, a girl. Yeah. No, you you liked women then, but girls now. That's a it's weird, crazy. Change. That's yeah. a weird change of events. Yeah, Bobby's. I hate that Joe remember. willed this into existence. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you remember a few weeks ago, Matt was like, oh, I don't know about this, and he's like. You know what it is? It's repetition. Yeah. I think, well, it's like mentally you do have like a reverse Benjamin Button. Because yeah. like when he was like a little kid, he's like, I want a mature older woman. Yeah. And now, now as an, a man, he's like, goo goo gaga. Let's see that. Let's see mm-hmm. that fresh into this world pussy. Or when you're a kid, you like 22 year old women and they're adults to you. And now that we're in our 30s, 22 year old women are younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that weird when you see like, like, uh, when you look at like photos of like young celebrities when they're young, and then you realize like, oh, they were like so much younger when I thought they were like old in like the nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's weird. Your idea of age when you're a kid is completely off. Yeah. Yeah. But then like you see like you know the first season of Seinfeld, like George was saying how he was twenty eight or something. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. good fellas. Those guys yeah. are all like twenty one. Dude, I was like <laughs> talking to my doctor and like we're both thirty eight. Yeah. And we're like, damn, we're Homer Simpson age. Like, that's how old Homer Simpson is. Like, am I going to have a heart attack like Homer yeah. Simpson? Probably. Yeah. You know, I have a very Homer Simpson-esque lifestyle. Really? Homer Simpson is only 38? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't look 38. He looks like in his 50s. That's how they thought a 38-year-old looked in fucking 1987. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's how a 38-year-old looked in 1987. Oh, maybe. Maybe everyone did just get older faster. I think it's just like, well, like, people didn't know shit. Yeah. Like, skincare. Yeah, drinking true. water, right? Just being healthy. Yeah, they weren't all. drinking water. Yeah, yeah, because you're in the infancy of like, oh, sugar is in everything, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sugar is great. What really hurts you is fat. Right. Mm. Fat and food is very. Don't eat eggs. Have have candy bars for right. breakfast. But don't. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled up the article for we talked about it on the Patreon without having it in front of us about the police officer that. Uh, yeah, I need to know about yeah. this. So dude. something happened. If you've been looking on the internet lately, yes, you've been seeing the meme. It's uh, she's got a Sa- Sam Samuel Bakeman freed girlfriend type vibe. Yes. Oh, we can look that up too. We didn't look up anything on the Patreon. Free episodes where you get to watch us look at our phones. I, and unless yeah. Matt is still charging his phone, which is right. what happened in the last episode. Yes, Laverne, Tennessee is Laverne. Where. She sounds like a goddamn. Slut, dude. Laverne is the name of the uh, like precinct. Her name is Megan. <laughs> I don't care. The precinct sounds like a slut. Megan sounds like a slut. They're all yeah. sluts in this story. Yes. So Megan, yes, she was. Uh, five have been fired. Patrol officer Megan Hall, Juan Lugo Perez, Lewis Powell, Seneca Shields, and Henry McGowan. Three others have been suspended. 
Um, well, what, what did they just put the tip in? Yeah. Like, don't, don't worry. It doesn't count. You only yeah. got your dick sucked. This is Bill Clinton rules in terms yeah. of intercourse. Yeah. So, yeah, this one uh, uh, cute white girl was mm. fucking all the police officers mm-hmm. um, is what it seems like. Uh, they're trying to rebuild trust in our community. Ooh, just ticklish. He is. If you guys are just listening, Bobby's tickling Joe as I am. Maybe this will be an audience. Trying to inform the <laughs> trying to inform the audience here. Um, hmm. Trying to find. So more what's the about fucking this. problem? Why was she, like? What's the problem with her having sex with everyone? Yeah. Did they do something against company policy? Yeah. Did they disclose yeah. it to HR? Like, hey, we are going to have a gangbang this weekend. They're like, okay, and they, the the like kind of like Phyllis from the office type looking woman just pulls out a random folder from the Rolodex and it, it has like a like a green tab and it's for like the form to fill out if you're having an orgy. Yeah, so what's the what's the problem? So she is married, um is also is also accused of revealing her breasts while at a steamy family Memorial Day hot tub party on a boat. That's a strange detail to have in this. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, the word "steamy" was a little weird. Yeah, because it didn't become. It makes it sound like it was steamy before sh- she showed her breasts. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like the breasts is what made it stormy. Was steamy. fired for having sex with her colleagues. Claimed she was in an open marriage, but her park ranger husband did not agree. Okay, a little bit yeah. of a disagreement. Who cares? Yeah, what this fucking nerd has to say. Yeah, um, I mean, you you let your wife become a, a police officer. That's like strike one in terms of yeah. keeping your bitch in line. And I were keeping her safe. Yeah. Yeah. One of them claimed that he had oral sex with her in the department's gym while on duty. Okay. Oh, on duty is bad. Yeah. That it's seems my to duty to please that booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, it seems that... Um, oh, they blurred it, out one of the cop's faces. Yeah. I'm going to squint so I see exactly what he looks like. Oh. Yeah. He looks like how you expect a fucking cop to look like. Yeah. Mustache like yours. <laughs> body like yours. No, uh, this this one's like the uh, Johnny Sins fucking Ah, yes. there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's Johnny Saints and there's Johnny jo- Sins. Johnny Sins is probably the coolest porn star. He's mm. so fit. Who's your favorite male porn star? Mm. Mandingo for sure. Nick Manning dropping loads. <laughs> I just remember the one video of that guy yelling like he would come and then like almost angrily yell dropping loads. And I'm Hell like, yeah, this dude. isn't hot. I would think even if you're a girl watching that, like uh, no one wants to see a man like angry. No, and yelling at I know you one thing about fuck. women. It's that they love a good catchphrase. Yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, so her husband is uh doesn't seem to be happy about this. Really? Joe, would you be okay if Kelly was fucking a bunch of cops? Cops? Yeah. Some of them are black. That's wild. Well, yeah. like, do I get to like use their guns? <laughs> <laughs> here, here, Joe, why don't you take this outside and go yeah. play? Just give me a couple ARs. Hell yeah, dude. Kill some time. Mm-hmm. Well, time's not the only thing you'll be killing, buddy. That's true. And they also are just talking about her husband who works at a state park as a... Uh, seasonal interpretive recreator and it's just all these like nice th- quotes from his website about how he likes to uh, go on the trails and swim in the lake and I'm like just making us feel the worst we could possibly well, feel for this guy. Well to be fair he does sound like a big fucking my wife fucks other guy. Yeah energy. that's I true. I just really like nature and like being on the trail. Yeah. Being in the nice weather. 
I yeah. picture Tomorrow's I picture him with like holding a, a a glass of Merlot with two cucumbers on each eye. And they really are doing that the way they're like. Uh, he's talking about working. It's his favorite part about working state parks is witnessing the look in our visitors' eyes when they connect with our state's cultural oh, okay. resources. She's married to a gay guy. Now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> that wow moment makes all the hard work worth it, and it makes me fall in love with our park system all over again. Where is he this? wrote Daily Mail. No, uh, b- b- the where the park. in the country is this happening tennessee oh okay because there's a there's a weird yeah. thing about southern men that sometimes they're very fucking gay yeah but it's just like he's doing this whole blog like uh the wow moment that makes all their hard work they fall in makes me fall in love with our parks in the very mm. next paragraph his wife's lurid affair with our colleagues <laughs> came to light after an internal investigation in december uh-huh. yeah <laughs> damn that sucks yeah Maybe you should have spent less time looking at the park and more time looking after your chick. Also, mm. two other cops were suspended and charged with sexual harassment after engaging, exchanging sexual images with her. Are they harass? Like, does she? If it's harassment, then I would assume she does. She's fucking all the cops, and then some of the other cops are sending her pictures. Dude, <laughs> can you imagine how an incel police officer, like the yeah. only one on the squad that doesn't get to have a turn, and then that's why they got suspended instead of fired because she wouldn't fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, listen, you don't get pussy, but you do get to keep your job. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, Joe, one of your socks is backwards. I like it that way, dude. It's fucking the style. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like having a ba- backwards baseball yeah, cap? Okay, that's kind of cool. Style, man. Or, or like crisscross with the jeans. It's called heel out now. Heel out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's the style, man. Mm. Matt, are you learning anything? Yeah, nothing. It's just more like, oh, they were in a hot tub. And then now, the guy was like, uh, she asked the guy, do you want to fuck? And he said yes. And then they fucked. It's like. So what's the problem? Yeah. Now, was it ever more? It, was it ever a devil's threesome? Or Ooh. dare I say even more? I don't know. I don't believe. I believe. Uh, I believe. So. That's what everyone's saying is that they were like all running a train but I, on I, her. I think I think that's that's our imaginations running wild. Yeah. Where it's like. You know, because it sounds like she fucked one guy and then fucked another guy later. There's not yeah. a lot of trains going on. Yeah, it makes it seem like there's like a massive fucking orgy. Yeah, but it yeah. seems like she was just getting a little side action. Well, yeah. it was known apparently it was known that she had multiple partners. Okay, I don't know if it says that she had multiple partners at once. Now. One guy is in trouble because it was on duty, and you're not supposed to fuck anybody on duty, even yeah. probably your wife. But what if it was like to calm down, like somebody though, <laughs> like they were hysterical, and there was only one way to calm them down: the um, long dick of the law. We got a seven thirty on Avenue A. We're gonna need some good dick. Over. <laughs> this Officer is Officer Sins. Tyrone. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, we both got there. <laughs> Officer Sins. Up, <laughs> oh, there was talk of a threesome. Okay. Yeah. So I believe there was a devil's threesome, or at least there was talk of one. Is that I don't her know husband? Yes, it is. Would you guys be? Yeah, willing? that guy's gay as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me see. Dude, that guy might as well have a penis in his ass right now. Send me that photo. I'll put a picture of it on the. Okay. Podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screenshot that. God shit. damn. Yeah, that guy loves looking at beautiful parks and the smiles on pe- people's faces while they're in them. Yeah. God damn. Mm. And that gr- okay, the the wife there looks pretty tasty. Ooh. The the picture everyone's showing 
looks like yeah. not that good. Well, because they're like when they're in uniform, they have to be like hair tied back. They're supposed yeah. to be like non-sexualized. Yeah. Well, Ooh. that she looks real sexualized. That I she's wanted. she's been being too sexualized uh, everywhere outside of uh, the. Uh, I, got, I was gonna say outside of the line of duty, but no. Also, when she's in the line of duty, ah, dude, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Mm. She's got freckles. That's nice. Yeah. Yep. Do you think? Uh, do you think we could DM this woman? It seems like. Do you think she only likes cops, or will she get rolled out by anybody? I think it just mm. seems anyone who's a freak. Okay, so because that's very in, that's very good news for us. Yeah. Do, would you guys spit roast a woman? Yes. Mm. All three of us. No. Well, we spit roast a Britney Griner. That's true. Yeah, we did. And if that video ever does become available, mm-hmm. we will share that with our patrons. Do you think it will become available? And our listeners, not just the patrons. Um, I think so. I think they said that. Uh, so we mentioned on the Patreon, me and Bobby did the spit roast. Gas Digital is doing a competitive roast show where two battlers or two comedians roast a topic. So we roasted Brittany Griner. And then the, the judges, Rich Boss, Bobby Kelly, Ari Shafir. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. I was very proud. My first joke. Uh, yeah. I just turned to Ari. Spoilers. And I, s- I asked him if he has any advice for how I can make jokes about a professional basketball player. <laughs> what did he say? Um, I think he just laughed. Well, that's a pretty good one. Too, yeah, because like he likes to like not have that addressed. I guess. Um, I don't know. The he didn't Kobe look. Uncom- I was looking at his face when Matt told the joke. He enjoyed it. Yeah, he didn't look uncomfortable. They all looked a little uncomfortable when people made Chris D'Elia jokes. Yeah, uh. mm-hmm. and a Jeff Ross joke. Oh, why? There like, are a couple of Jeff Ross jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still in trouble? I think out of uh, like, I mean, Chris D'Elia is like newly in trouble again with that documentary or whatever. Yeah. Jeff Ross just has that one girl, but. Uh, I don't. I don't know if like those those guys are like cool with Jeff. Like they did. They they noticeably did not laugh during, like because Aaron Berg did a joke about how um fucking Jeff Ross is a pedophile or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they were like clear. They didn't. They didn't do a J- Jada Pickett Smith like show of not Keep laughing. Keep my roast master's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. If it ever comes out, you should watch it. What about Dalia? Why were people still uncomfortable with like the Dalia? I'm thinking the judges, knowing that it was filmed, or maybe even not knowing that it was filmed, were like, I don't know if I want to give this too much water. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Bobby Kelly and Rich Voss. Uh, uh, Ari Shavir laughs at everything. Yeah. But he has much less to lose, I think. Yeah. Does he? I mean, Bobby Kelly and Rich Voss, do they have like network <laughs> yeah, shows? Yeah, I, like, I, uh, I don't know what I meant by that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think they were filming it, and they're going to try it as like a pilot, and then see if they maybe do it more consistently. I imagine if if my luck is any indication, is that uh, that episode, the recording of it, got messed up. Yeah. And then everyone that how do does, you f- how do you fuck up a video recording of something? I can't imagine yeah. it, yeah. dude. <laughs> I fucked up a video recording. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah, of our awful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did you a favor. Yeah. So do we fuck a woman at the same time? No. You what, wouldn't do that. No, who's it going to be? <laughs> Dude, I don't want to fucking do that. <laughs> what, what fucking genuinely hot chick is going to want to fuck all three of us? <laughs> don't bother looking at the timestamp, Bobbert. I'm not going to fucking censor it, dude. Because she made, she had sex with Matt, and she offered to have sex with you. But she <laughs> this knows. This is not the Patreon, Joe. Oh. I don't think he cares. Oh, no. <laughs> But like I'm, I'm a married man. I would never do that. Not with you guys. You guys would tattle. No, you would with. Though, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him back. 
but it's like, I don't care. He doesn't care. Damn it. <laughs> you, you can't hurt a man that <laughs> can't get hurt by anything. I censor her name out. <laughs> Damn it. Joe edits the show. He's going to fly the ultimate yeah. When power. I remember to refilm the fucking video, I also edit it. Yeah. <laughs> Beginning of the podcast, like when we started a year ago, Joe's like, don't worry. I'll edit it, guys. I don't mind putting on the extra work. Yeah. It's fine. And he, now knew what he, he knew what he was doing the whole time. Now it's like, phew, dude. So far, I've edited uh, more podcast episodes without quitting and, and trying to distance myself from the podcast. Mm-hmm. More than anyone else. More than any other podcast more you've than, ever done. More than any other. Well, so far, yeah, yeah. I think we've done this one longer than any other. I don't think this is as long as Super Seniors, though. No, it no. is. No, Super Seniors was like over a year, I thought. Really? A year and yeah. a half. But it was a very yeah. sporadic year, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think we did it every And the audio yeah. was awful in that one, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. It was weird. Who edited that one? I think it was Ben Miller. Huh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're going to reach a year in like two, three more months, maybe, uh, eight months, eight, we're at eight months now. No, in eight months. Oh, we'll in eight year. months. That can't be. No, no. that's not true. <laughs> I think it's, uh, no, I think it's soon. Yeah. It'll be like March or April. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Have you March. ever done a podcast for a year? Yeah. Yeah. What was it? It was back in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Doesn't count. Is it still available? Maybe. Give a shout out. What's the plug? Uh, Broken Toys with Adam Perlstein. Nice. Check it out. What man. was that about? How you broke a dildo in your ass? Yeah, well, it was like it was based on like how like a comedian is like a broken toy. Ah, uh, okay. It's very powerful, huh? Very powerful stuff. It was. I mean, it was the early two thousands, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's hard to fucking do. I mean, it's like, oh, it's hard to do a podcast, but yeah, it's hard to like talk and be motivated to do something week in and week out. Yeah, without just like you know saying things that uh, your friends will want you to bleep out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, like your ex. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, what are you nervous about? He's dude? just goofing around, yeah. guys. What are you nervous about, Bobby? Me? I'm not nervous. Oh. I'm excited. That they, they say that, um, um, like, this is a trick, by the way, if you're ever nervous or anxious about something, mm-hmm. that physiologically, the feeling of being anxious or having anxiety is the same as excitement. It's just the story you tell yourself, you know, so... Back in my early days, I'd be nervous about a about a show, okay. and I'd be like, uh, you know, because what if I do poorly? But now I think, what if this goes really well and I start getting hyped up and I still have the adrenaline and the heart racing? But you just turn that negative into a positive. Turn that frown upside down, if you will. That's what they say, baby. It actually is. I forget where I read that, but when I read read it, it like helped me immensely because i feel like what I'll that you need to turn that frown upside down I, <laughs> I saw that on a bumper sticker and i slammed on the brakes <laughs> and pulled I, off to the shoulder yeah. you're Change. fucking shaking <laughs> <laughs> deep breaths <laughs> and the dead woman next to me i just try to fucking push her mouth up so yeah. that her frown is upside down but it right. doesn't work no but it, it is helpful yeah if you tell yourself like 99% of like feeling bad is you're telling yourself an unhelpful story. So if you can trick yourself into telling a helpful story, it's all the better. Mm. 
Yeah, but the problem with that is the amount of people we know in comedy who are so delusional, they constantly are telling themselves some, good stories. Some and there's the opposite act- problem. And there's yeah. actually, yeah. like, you need to be, gra- you need yeah. to learn what reality is yeah. for you. How about you watch one of those fucking tapes of yourself performing yeah. and, and look me in the eyes and say you're fucking funny? Now, see, I always wonder about people that have, like, an overestimation uh, of their abilities. If they're doing what I'm describing, but then just went a little too overboard with it. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Whether consciously or subconsciously, they're like, I got to hype myself up a little yeah. bit, tell myself a good story, and then it becomes like, well, you're actually The Rock, you know? Mm. No one's The Rock except for Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You said it, brother. Yeah. It's crazy that The Rock is his middle name. Yeah. Yeah. I wish my parents had given me a cool middle name. I got like Nicholas. Why oh. couldn't it have been like The Badass, mm-hmm. Matt The Badass Marin? Hell yeah, dude. What's my middle name is Razor. Yeah? Yeah. Joe Joseph, Razor Gorman? Joseph Razor Gorman, but yeah. It's weird that Bobby's parents named him Bobby the pedophile she had. Well, they actually, but they call him the finger for short. The finger? Because that's the only thing that really does any damage. <laughs> what? What? His finger does the damage? Oh, yeah. Instead yeah. of, uh, I have a small penis is what he's saying. Don't oh. worry, Joe. Don't worry, Joe. I got you. <laughs> the <laughs> pinky. <laughs> the thumb. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I know a guy um, in college that uh, fingered a woman with his thumb. It got around to everybody. Yeah, nice. that's that's how he does it. Yeah, which feel good. <laughs> I wasn't the person he did it to, but uh, yeah. I think that's what really matters. Maybe he was onto something. Yeah, it probably wasn't that good. It may have been better. Maybe if he the gave... arch of the um, thumb actually caresses the yeah. clitoris on the way and out. And apparently, women uh, they're concerned about girth and which finger is the girthiest. Yeah, yeah. the I, thumb. I think it'd be better if he gave her two thumbs up. I mean, like, <laughs> like let's be real. Like this guy fucked a girl in college, which is more than any of us did. So mm, I, uh, yeah, I never fucked a woman that I went to school with because yeah. I lost my virginity the summer before my junior year. And then um, I got a hand job from a girl once, but then it's fun to fuck somebody you went to college with and then see him like walking around campus. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, damn, that girl had an abortion. That, that girl's <laughs> a fucking, this woman's a fucking child killer and she's yeah. like going to a fucking state university. Yeah. yeah. You know? She's just walking to her engineering class like she what? is not a child murderer. Yeah. Without her head hung down, yeah. without everyone throwing fucking rocks at her for killing a, for yeah. extinguishing life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Selfishly choosing an education instead of bringing life into this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy how some women are so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> how can they be so cruel? Yeah. They've been given this incredible gift from God and they choose to turn it away. Yeah. We are a Christian conservative podcast. In a lot of ways, we really are, though. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, you know, the fact that I'm Jewish and Bobby's an atheist. Besides- Bobby's not an atheist. No? No, he believes in rules. That's that's the whole fucking that's all religion if, is. If you do like, if you watch any debate between like a religious person and an atheist, the religious person does seem to be under the assumption that like the only way life works is if there's a god. But they're like, well, ethos, and they're like, yeah, and they're like Jesus, and they're like I don't. What? It's like, yeah, you got it. The only way this makes sense is if there's a God and there's also Jesus. But like all of rules were, I mean, like rules are still based around the idea of like Jesus and God. Like you have to believe. So like, in India, what's going on? When, they believe when, in their when, fucking. When an Indian yeah. sees a stop sign, what goes through his mind? 
It's like if I don't fucking stop, then the white man's going to arrest me. <laughs> oh, I see. No, yeah. the only reason people are list obeying the rules, and like I think most cops, I, I think it's hard to find an atheist cop because like why would they fucking follow rules? Well, I do. The, all of America is okay, based on this. Is beautiful because people always say there are no atheists in foxholes, and then they'll be like a guy that's like, I was in uh, Afghanistan, I'm an atheist, and they're like, no. You're not. Yeah. Like, that's just how religious people argue. They're Maybe like, he lost belief in God after seeing the horrors of war. I think it is. That there is I think no it is God. possible like thousands of years ago where everyone was just like um, uh, killing each other, stealing from each other. Or oh, whatever. Yeah. Someone was like, all right, we got to have some sort of system here. You can't kill each other. Why? Uh, because if you do, you'll burn in hell forever. And they mm. came up with that back then now i don't think we need that i think you can have rules without believing in god but how why, what's the point why do we need rules um so people don't kill each other why what's the downside of that there's too many fucking people dude <laughs> get, get on a fucking train you're telling me you wouldn't want to take out a fucking knife and just start gutting like you're in the fucking jungle cutting through the underbrush only it's people on the fucking l train no you're, you're right you you're right joe that? actually i would want to do that i had never thought about it until you put it that way yeah dude <laughs> it would be fucking so if there weren't rules i would absolutely be fucking killing people yeah i would be running around treating my my life like it was grand theft auto yeah absolutely just trying to get five stars just trying to get five stars escape the police by just hanging out on a hill what about cheating on your gumar well that's different dude is that a rule that you follow no that's a code i live by <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't come from god that doesn't dude <laughs> see joe there's codes and then there's rules yeah. yes faggots follow rules but dudes, <laughs> dudes live by codes. their own <laughs> i live by my own code though not right. god like god like the commandments are god's rules but I got a fucking code. Well, Bobby doesn't follow all the commandments. He follows rules, though. Yeah. Which are way more numerous and nuanced. Yes. But uh, but uh, the Ten Commandments then branch out to a bunch of little rules. Yeah. And but you know, the Ten Commandments is sort of like the Constitution in that sense. It's like yeah. this little thing with a framework, and then you extrapolate little smaller rules yeah. from them. So it's the same. Yeah, but I think the the the, the Constitution is a little more rational than Why? the Ten Commandments. Well, one the, nation under God doesn't sound very rational to me. That that is in the Pledge of Allegiance. They, they, they believe. Well, it's the same. It's all. The That's how the Constitution starts off, right? <laughs> Constitution, Pledge of Allegiance. It's all yeah. the same fucking horseshit that we need as a security blanket, baby. Yeah. Until the atheists rise up when they realize there's no punishment for their yeah. rules. You know, they actually added under God to the Pledge of Allegiance like years after kids were all Eisenhower saying Eisenhower for yeah. like anti-communist shit. Same, same thing with the money. Bitch. There's yeah. no God. <laughs> what are you, I don't even, can't even follow this threat. <laughs> I don't believe in God and I don't think... I don't oh, think but any you're being consistent because you also don't follow rules, yes. although you will follow the occasional code. Okay. No, I yes. follow my code. Oh, your code. Yeah, okay. I'm not like, oh, the ninja code. I'm not going to fucking follow that. Mm. I follow the fucking code. I'm not going to follow that Jap code. <laughs> yeah, dude, I follow the fucking code of the J-Wolf. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I can't tell you about it. You can't tell me uh -huh. about the J-Wolf code? No, what if I want to live my life by the J-Wolf code? You can't, dude. You got to live by the fucking retard code. That's your code, <laughs> dude. Don't you understand this, dude?
You no, don't I understand don't. how codes work, man. <laughs> Joe, like anyone can follow rules, but codes are are unique to who the, the one particular person. This what is about what Joe yeah. thinks when someone says they're encoding? Yeah, it was like, oh, you ma- you make codes. You yeah. make codes for people that aren't strong-willed enough to write their own code. Yeah. Uh, that you mean password to enter a fucking speakeasy? Yeah, that's Joe's actually mean. an expert coder. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's it, man. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what why about Joe's from North Dakota? Mm. Yeah, what about Chris Jericho in the WWE? When his finishing the code was breaker. the code breaker. <laughs> I prefer the walls of Jericho. Yes. You would never break the code. It's impossible, dude. You can't break the J-Wolf code. That's right, man. <laughs> I'm all about codes. Can you... Uh, you can't tell us how to live by the code. Can you tell us maybe some of the... How you die by the code? How do you die by the code? Yeah, dude. How do you die by the code of the J-Wolf? Insulting my jolly Gumar, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're Jolly Kumar. <laughs> uh, damn, dude, I've been missing Kelly. She's been gone all weekend, dude. Yeah. Every breath she takes. I know, but look how clean I left. I made this place to make sure she feels welcome when Absolutely. she gets back. Absolutely. Nice. Um, well, actually, she can see on the furbo. Uh, hopefully. Damn, I was gonna, I was gonna do a bit where we talk about how it's cleaner than it's ever been, <laughs> but won't work now because there's evidence. Damn, and I would never lie, because that's against the retard code. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie, because you won't remember what you said. Yeah, fortune. Damn, I wish I, follow, I, wish I followed the George Santos code. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds, seems like a much funner code. Yeah, yeah. claim follow, to fuck honestly. men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make everything else up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The code of the J-Wolf. Are there, uh, can you share with us any of the law, or the laws, codes, any they're of the- codes, the Matt, statutes. they're distinct from laws. Can you tell us any of the statutes of the code of the J-Wolf? Yeah, the, here's a tenant for you. Okay. Oh, the, oh, there's tenants <laughs> as well. tenants. Dude, this is, this is like the fucking Matrix. It's like yeah. the Liver King, the life tenants, but oh, it's yeah. the tenants of the code of the J-Wolf. Well, Our like, ancestors yeah. smoked weed all day, every day, and if watched reruns yeah. of The Office. If you're not high every waking minute, of your life, you're dying. Right. Every waking minute. The code of, your of the J Wolf involves watching at least one adult cartoon <laughs> per day. That's Our right. ancestors told everyone on social media they were pansexual as a bit, yeah. and then therefore got booked on several shows in New York City. Yeah, and right. you should do the same. Yeah. That's how you get in, dude. That's how you change the system. Yeah. That's how you fix a broken system. Either of you guys see Velma? No. Dude, it's all over Twitter. So Velma is a big titted woman? Uh, not no more. It's a cartoon. Um, I don't know. She's in like high school in the show. Mindy Kaling. Yes, it's Mindy Kaling. Yeah. So Velma's just Indian now. Okay. Um, but they just, also got rid of Scooby Doo. So yeah, it's like Scooby-Doo the Scooby Doo mysteries. Yes. They made Shaggy get this black. Yeah. Hot Daphne is now. Well, like Shaggy's Asian. a guy that just smokes weed all day. Shaggy yeah. was more than that. Shaggy was like the most powerful being in the universe, according to the internet. Yeah. So if Shaggy's black, he's definitely like an anime black. Yeah, he's you into know? Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Um, I Big, haven't seen thick it. Thick white one. Yeah, my roommate Mark Henley, may, may he, he live, live forever. forever. He um, watched an episode and a half of it, and he will give credit to things that don't deserve it. Mm. Um, it he's real empathetic. Yes, he, he likes will, to imagine why someone would do something and therefore give them the credit for that. Yes, there can be something that is very uh, kind of almost undeniably bad, but he w- if he finds one person who likes it, he'll be like, well, at least it's for someone and this is why and then it's okay he turned it off after over uh like an episode and a half um i've seen like clips of it online they make jokes about people who like adult cartoons like it's almost like the whole show is made with contempt for the audience that would like it and 
and it seems to have pissed off woke people and anti-woke people. Uh-oh. Oh, probably because it's so pandering. Yeah, it's very pandering. And also, apparently, a lot of the stuff I've seen from the woke people who don't like it, it's that Mindy Kaling is a transphobe. She's a transphobe? She once liked a tweet from J.K. Rowling. That's oh, my God. Was it, was it like from 20 years ago when she was like, oh, the new Harry Potter book has been released? <laughs> no, it was people were going after her. And she said something about... Um, uh, Yes, I'm very upset about this, and I'm going to cry about it all the way to my mansion. It was one of those type of tweets, uh-huh. um, and Mindy Kaling liked her saying that because Mindy Kaling was like in the like wrote for the Office. I feel like she's like there's a lot of um, uh, spoiler here. There's a lot of uh, woke comedians or comedians who do the woke stuff that. Um, will text me their real thoughts about that. Like, here's a joke I could only say to you. or And it's um, like, no, dude, you thing. could say it to anybody. Yes. You could have a nice time as a comedian yeah. saying things that make you laugh yeah, instead are, of just wanting to shake the hands of retards. Yes, there are. Um, so I feel like uh, like a lot of the people who came up in a bit of the like alt-comedy boom in like the early to mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, Back when like, it was a lot edgier than people. Yes, it was very funny. Um, and now that's kind of become the norm so it's kind of hacky now and also yeah those people aren't edgy really at all it's more watered down now too because it's not like the people that were doing like the alt comedy in the early 2000s were watching some like the more traditional funny comedy of the early late 80s and early 90s yeah and they were putting their own spin on it but now like the people that are doing like the alt comedy have grown up watching like the Patton Oswalt and Eugene Merman's invite them up and being inspired by that and get it into comedy. So now it's like second generation alternative yeah. comedy. That's like an alternative to alternative comedy, which just is like this unfunny fucking woke pandering. Yeah, which is, you know, shit. the generation of the Patton Oswalt, Eugene Merman, were all very funny. Pre-murdering his wife. Right, yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, the... Um, like so, I feel like the comics who were around back then, uh, a lot of them, it's like they still like the fucked up jokes. I think most people still do. I do wonder for some of the younger people that are just starting stand up and doing like the alt 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 like super woke stuff. How many of them actually do like fucked up jokes also, or they've grown up so much that they'll like never have old tweets where they fucked up because they from the beginning were never going to or curated their. Well, they would just find something else that they get in trouble for. Maybe, yeah. That's they the probably like, they probably know, rape. Nobody nobody ever thought like saying faggot in like two thousand and six would yeah. cost them like a fucking hosting gig for right. the Emmys or something. Well, because a lot of the people who were saying it were doing it in jokes where they were pro gay. It was like a bit, yeah. Like yeah. Sarah all of Sarah Silverman's yes. act. And like look how awful she is now. Yeah. <laughs> saying like, oh, black people fucking deserve to live and and, and gay people shouldn't be murdered yeah and it's like who what happened to the fucking jewish woman i fell in love with yeah. in 2008 i do think early sarah silverman is still one of my favorite comedians ever she's so funny isn't that yeah. wild how 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 it changes <laughs> time to face the strange even her last netflix special it was like four or five years ago now i thought was good um but she's just not in like the that world of um like stand up all the time. Like now, like the stand up world is kind of more like almost the podcasting world. I have I have noticed that there's one cool thing. And it seems that comedians have kind of chilled out on that new hour every year. Yeah, shit. Remember that from like a few years back, where it was like I got to fucking put out a new hour every year, and it's like yeah. God damn. Yeah, You're like maybe you should make it every two years and really polish that. Yeah, you know. Mm. I feel like they've kind of 
I, I feel like there's just more avenues to express yourself that they don't need to put out just necessarily an hour. Yeah. Because you got podcast and you got right. other things to do. Yeah. You could post clips of you doing crowd work. Mm-hmm. I think eventually, because of like all the clips that people post, no one wants to post stuff like from their act necessarily. So I think people are gonna grow. There's some people growing up who think, "Wow, is every single? Uh, I guess every comedy show is just crowd work and roasts." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I post some real clips. Like, yeah, who cares? Uh, but yeah, so the um, so I feel like Mindy Kaling's probably actually cool. Um, and there was one joke that was like being memed everywhere from the show where Velma was like. Uh, I spit truth with no filter, just like every comedian before me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like woke people looking at that and like, how dare she say that the Me Too movement was bad because it stopped comedians from being able to be honest? And other people are looking at it like, uh, that's a fucked up thing that comedians now have to censor themselves, and she's making fun of that. <laughs> like I everyone's just, just like, mad at her. It's just like a stupid fucking joke. Yeah, where it's like you just pull that out of a headline. Yes, and yeah. threw it through like a joke algorithm. And yeah, the my thing is it's a bad joke. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah. not a good joke. But um, yeah, it is kind of one of those things that was. It's not like seven percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like yeah. Scooby Doo's a fucking kids. Yeah, thing. like it doesn't need to be for a mature. Uh, it's like like let little kids shit be for little kids. Like fucking, you could do you could do like a revamp fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, if you want to do like paranormal cool is, high school. It's shit. so dumb. Where we're like we're gonna bring back Velma from Scooby Doo. There's gonna be no dog. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves fucking Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo. No, no awesome. one likes fucking Velma. Well, that's, that's like Scooby Scooby Doo. Where are you? Yeah. yeah. That's why even when they did like a spinoff, it's like, all right, what do we need? We need Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, fuck the other three. We'll even yeah. like throw in a smaller, more retarded, less likable Scooby-Doo, Scrappy-Doo, and that yes. series will still be fine. Apparently, that's super controversial, which I didn't... Uh, Scrappy-Doo, in general, is very controversial. I didn't realize that, but I remember as a kid loving Scrappy-Doo. I thought you it were was the so fun. Well, yeah, because you're a fucking kid. The yeah. people that had a problem with Scrappy-Doo... Are we're like the people in their twenties now, you know? Yeah. Who were like, well, that's not the real fucking Scooby Doo. It's like, who? Ki- it's for little kids, dude. Who gives yeah. a fuck? It's the fucking Funko Pop generation, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I love this cartoon from when I was a child, and yeah. it's like, cool. Have you garnered any additional interest? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. If anything, you should just look at me like, oh, I remember that when I was a kid. Huh. Yeah. It's different now. Oh well. Different. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, there's no need to be like. What? Like fucking put the brakes? Like who gives a fuck, dude? You know what? Life sucks. A lot of people have office jobs where they don't have to do much, and mm-hmm. then so they they buy Funko Pops, and then they think about what Star Wars would be like if they were one of the characters. Ooh, yeah, and 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 you know they should be going into the woods with an axe, wearing a uh, a fucking flannel t shirt, and cutting down wood to bring back to their wife yeah so that they could start a fire and read next to their children in the middle of the afternoon on remember, a sunday during the sabbath remember when linda cardinelli played velma and scooby-doo now that was a hot velma no oh yeah well that's the thing is that hot velma is like the fun halloween costume now and everything so i feel like there was almost thought of like we're gonna do a show about velma and it's almost like yeah velma's cool people like velma they don't even need scooby anymore because everyone dresses up as velma people don't dress up as scooby-doo for halloween Mm -hmm. and uh turns out they're barking up the wrong tree i think so um 
I don't know. I think it was. Uh, it just seems like no one likes. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say it. But it seems like it's bad, and no one likes it, including the people it was like probably targeted for. Yeah. Or some I, of the uh-oh. people who would have been most likely to watch it, they make fun of. Um, and uh, I did see this though um, that I found very funny. Someone said. Daphne is not a mean girl. Fred is not an insecure man baby. Shaggy's not worried about being a beta. Scooby exists. One of the best parts of Scooby-Doo is the gang's sense of family and friendship. They love each other. The new Velma show is appalling to change that core relationship. Like, that guy's way too into the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Who the I f- really <laughs> hope that's a fucking satire. It no, has to be. I don't think so. I think that person's actually upset with what they... what the <laughs> yeah. Scooby-Doo exists. I love... What a powerful yeah. statement. That's the biggest problem with this new Velma show. And actually, I have the big problem with Scooby-Doo Erasure. I hate it, dude. I hate Scooby-Doo Erasure. Yeah. Yeah. But next you're going to tell me Scooby-Doo's not even non-binary. That he's in the binary. No, Scrappy-Doo is non-binary. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Puppy power. <laughs> yeah. And he fucks a man in the ass. Ooh. Yeah. The puppy power can't beat AIDS, though. He was like, <laughs> yeah. he refused to get treatment. Yeah. And they were like, Scrappy, please take the medication. Like, I don't need it. I got puppy power. That's what they, that Scooby had AIDS also. They actually had to put the medication in Scooby snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Good Would you do it for a Scooby snack? Oh, are all my cells are dropping. That's how he was able to stay alive for so long. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, apparently it's like a lot of um, like Fred's the white, like Shaggy's black, Velma's Indian, Fred's white and Daphne's white. So they're the bad guys immediately because, you know, white people are always evil. I actually saw an interesting interview. Kumail Nanjiani did an interview where um, he talked about how... Um, uh, he doesn't like that people say that like only white people can be racist because then in movies when there's racist characters, only white people can get those roles, and it's limiting for people of color. <laughs> you don't understand, go- man. I want to play a fucking bigot, man. I want to be in the kick, kick, kick. Thank you so very it's so much. Fun. Like for so long. <laughs> He's Kamal Nanjiani, dude. Yeah. Ah, He's an Indian comedian. Well, he is in the new show Chippendales, where there's like an Indian owner who's racist against black people. I don't want a black guy on that fucking stage. It's going to make people crazy. I got to up the lighting. It looks like there's a shadow. It looks like they're paying for a big non-person right there. There's no one there. It's so funny. Not necessarily specifically Kumail, but in general that the idea was for so long, uh, minorities was kind of like, we can't be racist. Only white people can be racist because they're the ones with power. And now it's like, well, we can be racist and we should be. That's why you should put us in roles in movies where we play racist. Dude, I had a Japanese waitress last night and I was, I was eating sushi with Ben um, and uh, he complimented her on the eggplant that she had served him. And he and she said, um, and imagine all of this in a Japanese accent. She said, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. The other day, a customer ordered it, a black guy, and he hated it. And that was the story. Joe, how would you have said that in a black ac- in an Asian, Asian accent, accent, Japanese uh, accent, a black uh, accent? Uh, thank you. Other day, man go by he brack, and he do not like uh, eggplant. Mm-hmm. That was uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, dude. And Ben was like, Jesus. And I'm like, that's Asians. They don't like black people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really don't. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah it's, like, it's weird. Like, uh, 
the, the, there's like a weird symbiosis between black people and Asian people. Because, they both don't like each other. Well, no, black people <laughs> love fucking um, anime. Oh, yes. And karate and shit. And Asian people love saying the N-word and calling each other the N-word, too. Yes. Especially yeah. Filipinos. Yeah, they've like, convinced us all it's like just a word in their language that means um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they say um a lot when yeah. someone's playing music on their phone on the subway. Exactly. Ooh, um, 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 um. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking um. Why don't you get off? Yeah, you're that's ruining problem, everyone's nice time. That is um. the problem: is that black people really love karate and they really love using karate moves on Asian people during a pandemic. It's it's <laughs> a miscommunication. I yes. feel like yeah. they're like because they want to they want to relate they want to relate to Asian people. Yeah, so they're that, just showing th- them their karate moves. Your Honor, I thought he was gonna fucking block that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your Honor, Exhibit A, Bruce Lee. Okay. Yes. I couldn't slap him in the face, and you're telling me just because this woman is 99 years old that she don't have the fucking powers that Bruce Lee had, man? You know, I, did, I did not hate this Asian man. I just wanted to try and help him reach his Super Saiyan abilities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. That right. We should cut yeah. that and put it on Instagram. We yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. the one uh, where we just do over-the-top racist accents. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the clip we should uh, have yeah. out from the episode. Best of locker room. Yeah. yeah. Just us doing different voices. Yeah. Look out, Matt. Here comes Bubs to kill you. Uh-oh. Well, do you think there are writers that have the thought of maybe they could write a show that doesn't involve something that already exists? Absolutely. No. Well, I did see a thing um, recently where uh, it is... Uh, very funny where uh, because yeah everything is like a remake now and uh, I saw someone uh, so there's been the thing where people are like oh movies are dead and someone shared a thing that was like how could people say movies are dead and it was a list of like all the movies that are coming out in the next year mm-hmm. and it's all remakes yeah <laughs> And they were being serious when they were like, and some people say movies are dying because we have coming out in the next year, Creed 3, Scream, Shazam, Guardians of the Galaxy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Wonka. What is Wonka? (laughs) It's a new Willy Wonka movie. Oh, (laughs) They're bringing back Willy Wonka, Aquaman. Little Mermaid, Fast Ten. We that what Fast Ten will be good though. Of course, actually, most of these probably will be good. Do you think we just ran out of stuff? John Wick. Well, some of them are new because like Fast and Furious is at least like a newish thing, like two thousand three. It's post two thousand. Twenty years ago, dude. But as opposed to like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Indiana Jones, Shazam. This is stuff that's been the comic books have been around since like the forties. Dungeons and Dragons. All right, all right. To be fair, maybe we just ran out of shit. Like maybe. Maybe Fast, civilization yeah. has John gone Wick, on further than yeah. it was supposed to anyway. So John it's like, Wick is the last 10 years and Fast is the last 20 years. Everything else is older than that. Yeah, but even like John Wick, we get it. He doesn't like it yeah. when you kill his dog. Like Super Mario Bros. movie. Barbie. Megan's like an original thing. Megan? Okay. That was original. I don't know. What's Megan? What's... Uh, Butter on a summer Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear is new. Yeah. Yeah. Elemental. A uh, uh, Disney Pixar. Dis- Disney one. Uh, Oppenheimer. That'll Oppenheimer. be an interesting one. Dune. Dune. Oh well. <laughs> nobody on this podcast should listen to it. Flash. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Um, Flash is your favorite movie, Matt. Plus, yeah. it's what you like to do on the weekends outside of the <laughs> bingo. Oh, 
So there's like 30-something movies here, and I think we picked out two that are original and two others that are uh, created in the, the idea was IP was made in the last 20 years. Mm. Everything else is a remake of something older than that. Um, no, I don't think we ran out of shit. I think there's a formula, and also there's n- there's way more risk now because there's no like DVD sales. So it's like I think studios want to do something that's proven and will make a certain amount of money. So they're not going to take a risk on just a completely new thing. I think they could, and they're just like, oh, we'll just throw it on one of our streaming services. I think they and then could if it does do, well. They could do that, but they're not going to. They could. I mean, I, I think a few of them do. Netflix probably does that more than any. Well, if Netflix just buys the content. They don't really yeah. make a whole lot of their own. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's hard out here to try and come up with a new superhero. What would your <laughs> What would your superhero be, Matt? White Adam. What is he? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's already in the Bible. Yes, yes, he is in the Bible. Um, yeah, Black Adam, apparently, you may know more about this than me, but, like, so Henry Cavill's in the end of Black Adam yeah. is, like, Superman and Black Adam, I'm going to fight. And then James Gunn takes over, and now Henry Cavill's out, and there's, like, a feud between James Gunn and The Rock. Is that real? Well, it's, bas- like, uh, people are saying, like, The Rock also tried to go over, like, the, he went to, like, the executive directors of the WB to pitch his idea, because what he kind of wanted Black Adam to be was, like, a soft reboot. Yeah, the DC where it's like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to pick and choose the good stuff like he wanted Henry Cavill's Superman. I think he was really pushing for the reinstation of Zack Snyder's Snyderverse. Okay, Um, And then, you know, James Gunn was, you know, signed on to be like the creative director of WB and bring everything under one unified, you know, movie. It's all going to be like kind of like the Marvel where it's all in one universe. Yeah. And there really wasn't a space for Henry Cavill's Superman. And that caused some additional fallout with The Rock. Yeah. So now there's no Black Adam 2 either. Oh, man. I like Black <laughs> Adam. Did it not do well? I don't think it did great. It didn't do enough to really warrant it being like the reboot for the DC Universe. Okay. Yeah. And I It's think, tough when yeah. it's like one of those you see it like 300 something million dollar opening or whatever. It's like, oh, but they also spent 300 million dollars and it was supposed to make 500 million. Like, and at this point, it just depends on like, does it do well overseas? Because that's like a big deciding factor yeah. in movies now, too. Yeah. Does like, China Black like Adams China? destroys Taiwan? Yeah. Black well, Adam. Yeah. Well, Chinese, Chinese people don't like black people. I mean, actually, as far as like movie leads go. A lot of times there have, I think I heard there had been issues with like black leads and movies and how that does well in China. That, that's why they removed John Bodea uh, from the Star Wars yeah. movies overseas. Yeah. They made Finn like less of a relevant character and they were saying like hopefully to try to make it test better in the Chinese market. That's very funny. Because like there's all this shit like they were kind of implying that he might have like be force sensitive and shit. Yeah. And it definitely looked like they were building him up to be the main character, but. Yeah, we're over an hour, Matt. Don't worry, we're okay, almost done. We'll make it. We'll make it. You'll be in your lover's arms soon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now, goddamn, I like Black Adam a lot because they had like a history type story and background. I love your history. I do. <laughs> I love my history. Tet Adam. Tet Adam. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you one thing about Black Adam. I couldn't before I saw the movie. And now Matt's an expert. Now I'm an expert. I really, this is how dumb I am. I really thought it was like a Black Panther type thing. I'm like, really? There's some superhero named Adam that we made black. We have to do another type of black superhero movie. No, well, what was Black Adam like in the comics? I mean, he's kind of like, he was basically like an evil version of Shazam. Okay. Also known as Captain Marvel before. 
Right. All that shit. Really? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Wait, Shazam was Captain Marvel? Captain Shazam's real name in the comics is Captain Marvel. Okay. That was the title. Uh, and DC had that before Marvel, but then, because DC never renewed the rights to Captain Marvel, Marvel Comics bought the right for their Captain Marvel. Okay. And then DC brought that character back. It's like all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. So there were two Captain Marvels, and then because... Marvel's Captain Marvel was doing better. They were like, we're just going to call him Shazam. Uh, because okay. he, everyone calls him Shazam anyway. Shazam yeah. is actually his cry to activate the powers. Yes. That's what Billy Batson says, to call upon the power of... It's actually the wizard Shazam. Mm. That's who's Shazam. Yeah. And he was Captain Marvel. Yeah, like if people are... Uh, we should set it up on YouTube where if people are watching a podcast and they want a funnier one, they can say Shazam and an episode of Locker Room Talk comes up for them. Yeah, that should be an, there should be an app for that. Right, yeah. <laughs> Pabasis, what do you think about all this? All this? I think that superhero movies are a thing of the past and no one wants to watch them anymore, but... The movie producers don't know what else to do. And uh, also, I want to eat a mouse. Goodbye. Mm. Are you watching any of the superhero movies next year, Joe? No. No? I'm over it. You're over it? I am. See, I, even, even a certified incel like Joseph isn't yeah. watching the superhero movies. Like, who what? who are they for then? I I'll, feel like if yeah. I'm going to, if a friend of mine like Mark Henley, may, may he, he live, live forever, forever. Ooh, he says two. he will like love them unconditionally no matter what forever. So like if he's going to go see the new Guardians of the Galaxy, I would go with him. But if I don't see it, I do, at this point, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of over it Eventually, too. Eventually, I think it will like catch up to even him. Yeah. It's like the, it just doesn't feel it's not the same anymore yeah it's not the same yeah it's done i felt that way i felt like after endgame it's like there's really nothing else to do yeah you killed off or retired all like the main characters Mm. and marvel comics it's not like a legacy that what what marvel comics and dc comics it's not like a legacy type thing where then it's handed off to the next person like yeah spider-man is always going to be peter parker and yeah there's going to be like Miles Morales, and there's going to be other people that have the title Spider-Man. Yeah, but in the in the mind of the people, it's always going to be Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, and you know, same with like Iron Man. Or what about so like I mean, comic books you yeah. never got over because eventually, like you know, there's new comics. Do so you think right. it's possible that there'll always be like new movies or new TV shows that you know? I think I'm excited if there's a new season of Peacemaker. Yeah. And I'm excited, like, when The Boys comes out with a new There's season, There's always going to be, that. like, new shit to consume. Yeah. yeah. It's just not necessarily going to be, like, in... Like, but I, I just mean, like, as Marvel, as a continuing, ongoing, continuitous storyline. Yeah. That won't happen. Like, they can reboot it. Okay. You know, like, how, like, there's, like, several Batman films. Yeah. But, you know, each one is a little self-contained. Gotcha. You okay, know? so there'll be still these characters, but they'll just be different yeah. stories entirely. It's not going to be, like, like the Marvel Universe, like, what they did where it's, like, every movie is connected and yeah. leads into the next. That style of storytelling is going to be so difficult to make happen again yeah because no studio has the budget that disney does yeah where they can invest several billion dollars yeah to create one cohesive storyline like if you look at it from iron man from 2008 to avengers endgame and yeah like, you know what was it 2019 yeah or whatever like that's like a 11 year long yeah. story multi-billion dollars and it's all yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't originally envisioned, but, you know, there was an idea of it all working towards yeah. 
Avengers. Maybe if like the that. Saudi International Fund gets a movie studio. They're too busy fucking ruining pro wrestling, dude. <laughs> yeah, that just there was a rumor that WWE It's not uh, a right. rumor, dude. It's happening. <laughs> no, it actually is happening. WWE is going to be sold most likely, but there was a rumor that it was sold to the Saudi International Fund. It is. Um some like wrestling reporter. It's very funny because I saw on C like I know that wrestling journalism is like a joke. Um Basically, what wrestling journalism is, is like 30 years ago, um, some people started writing like wrestling newsletters, and because nobody else was, they just became the wrestling journalists. It wasn't like there was competition and who's actually got the correct story or anything. It was just whoever was um, kind of enough of a loser to want to do it at the time. And uh, so now even when like people who have maybe a little more credibility or would have more credibility get into it, the people who are the experts in their field and the veterans are people who had who were bad journalists. So there's I'm, there's some good journalists at this point. I feel um, I don't follow it super closely, but I don't want to pay with such a broad brush to say they're all bad. But like on CNBC, they were talking about the rumors about the sale, and they just rolled their eyes when they mentioned that a wrestling journalist had reported it, and it's untrue. We don't know that, though. <laughs> That's true. Anything can be real or not real in professional wrestling. Hey, and it's the WWE. Never say never. I'm Joe Gorman. Thank you for listening to the Joe Gorman Pro Wrestling Comedy Experience jo- <laughs> featuring Locker Room Talk. Yes. Happy Martin Luther King Day.